Good morning. Good morning also to our live stream companions this morning. Eager to have you come and join us in person whenever your health allows you to do so. I'll have a short reflection today because we have a little prayer service for our guests up front here. But before I begin, I'd ask you to take a quiet moment with me just to pray for God's healing for all those families that were injured, all those who lost loved ones in the earthquakes in Turkey and Syria. Also, as we approach the first anniversary of the war in Ukraine, that God would bring peace to our people there and around the world. So for these two causes, let's have a quiet prayer. In the January issue of the magazine called America, there's a rather amazing cover. I know you can't see it in the back, but it's a big, full-face picture of Pope Francis. And in bold letters beside his face, it says, Polarization is not Catholic. Polarization is not Catholic. I found it rather ironic that those words would be with his face. Because over the last couple of years, one of the sources of polarization within our own church is those people who say, I'm a Pope Francis Catholic, and I'm a Pope Benedict Catholic. We have people in our church that are disputing one another about how solemnly or relaxingly we celebrate the liturgy, about what set of moral values are more important than another. So there's a lot of polarization in our own church. I need not tell you about the polarization in our country and our world. Huh? You all got that down pretty well. So what's he saying? Polarization is not Catholic. Polarization happens not just when we have different points of view, but when our attitude towards people who have a different point of view is one of disparagement, disregard, demonizing. If you don't agree with me, you're evil. That's polarization. We have no ground to talk about things because you're on the wrong side of the tracks. That's polarization. In contrast, to that common experience within our church and our society today, listen to today's scriptures. Leviticus, a long, long time ago, said, you shall not bear hatred in your heart for your brother or sister. Do take no revenge and cherish no grudge against any of your people. That's not polarization. We heard in the second reading from St. Paul, do you not know that you are temples of God, that the Holy Spirit dwells in you? You are holy? Now, Jesus sometimes sounds a little bit unrealistic, doesn't it? I mean, be, be perfect, right? Come on, Jesus. But Jesus does say, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you. The attitude of the Old Testament Leviticus, the attitude of Paul, the attitude of Jesus is a far cry from polarization. We need to recover an ability to deal with one another in a mutually respectful way, even when we disagree. We need to be able to speak what we believe in a way that's with love towards the person who has a different point of view. That's hard. But we need to recognize that the Holy Spirit is in me, the Holy Spirit is also in you. Any of our brothers and sisters in the human community, because we're all children of God, need to be treated with that same regard, even when we're finally opposed in our attitudes about what needs to be done in our world and in our church. So whether you are a fan of Pope Francis or not, whether you admire Pope John Paul II or Pope Benedict or John Paul I or whoever, polarization is not Catholic. Love of enemies, care for those who persecute us, avoiding anger and hatred and disparagement, that is Catholic. 
So today I say to you, let those who have ears hear.